uh, and I'm going to say this. This is known as vabbing. Um, yes, it's, as Dwayne said, it's when you take your pissy juices and you put them on your pressure points because apparently it attracts the pheromones. Now, what I'm going to say, and I don't expect to be judged, but I'm going to tell you that I've done it before. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Once, as an experiment, because when I saw it, I said... <laughs> Hey guys, it's producer Henny. Hey guys, it's Dweezy. Hey guys, I'm Neville. And this is The Sex Show, season two, episode two, the online edition. What's everyone feeling? What's everyone, how's everyone doing? <laughs> oh, it's still just size. That's, that's it's, it's, we've carried on the size from the previous episode, it seems. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I really love how Lebo is just chilling in a blanket because it's cold at the moment. She don't care. She has no feelings in the world. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's literally saying... Oh, my gosh, the heater? <laughs> Girl, how want... Oh, it's so cold. Wade is sitting outside. Yeah, I'm sitting outside, but I got a hoodie on. I got a hoodie on. So, we have a lot of things to talk about. But for Relationship Group, we are talking about letting yourself go. You know, it's quarantine time. Everybody... It's just, you know, some people aren't taking care of themselves. So that affects your sexual attraction towards your partner. Um, In our confession, we're talking about not feeling sexy, which kind of ties into the relationship guru. And my favorite right now is for our burning question, we're talking about vabbing. (laughs) I don't know if you guys know what that is, but we'll get into it. Yeah, we're going to get into it. Yeah. (laughs) So for our relationship guru question, uh, we're speaking about not feeling or your partner has let themselves go sexually in terms of like they're not like physically attractive enough anymore because of the way they're eating or they're not taking care of their skin. You know, it's quarantine time. Not all services are available. So maybe appearance-wise, sexual attraction towards your partner can become kind of an issue. So... What do you guys have to say about that? Okay, so on this, right? Obviously, during lockdown, um, I think health-wise and then people letting themselves go becomes a factor because not really much exercise is getting done. Some people have eaten more than what they used to. I mean, the one thing I realized is we don't understand how much we walk when we're on campus, for example, and how much walking we do between all the buildings and all over the place. We don't have that element anymore. So I think it, it shows that you might not be the same position of health and appearance that you were at before lockdown. I think that if you're in a relationship, though, um, the sexual appeal should have worn off somewhat. I mean, I'll never say that like appearance and what a person looks like is not a big factor because... Mm-hmm it's what leads you to be attracted to that person in the first place. I just think once you get to know that person more, that becomes less of a factor. So to me, it's like part of it is it shouldn't matter that the person is somewhat, you know, picked up a few kilograms or has a skin routine that they've forgotten about, or they're not getting enough sun or something. And then maybe their skin's breaking out or they're just choosing not to shave or all those kinds of things. I think that you can look past that if you are in a good enough relationship with them to be like, 
I'm still fine with you because I'm in love with the person who you are and not necessarily completely just what you look like. What if they don't bath though? Because you know certain people, now people have time to bath only bath on Monday, Thursday, and Sunday, for example. How would you know? That odor is like a dual. But how would you know? (laughs) How you ain't seeing them? How would you know? How would you know they smell bad, level? True. So the point, but like, but also you can see that someone hasn't bathed. Yes, you can (laughs) see. You can look at them and say, "Oh, oh, I can't." Just, I, I think that it's still a factor that if they've let... Look, obviously, we mustn't also be naive and think that their sexual appeal is not going to affect... Because now, if you're even in a relationship and you love them for who you are, you still want to find them sexually attractive. You're not going to look at them and be like, oh, yeah, you turned me on because you're really funny. Like, in bed, you're still going to be like, oof, that body, mm, them legs, mm, ooh, ooh. You're not going to be like, oh, your humor, ooh, your... Your intellect. You're so funny. Ooh, you're so your smart. Ooh, you made me breakfast. <laughs> made you so it's not enough for an in my books. It's not enough for an erection. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I understand what people are saying about like if their partners let themselves go. But I think have that open conversation. Yeah. I don't think yeah. that it's a problem saying like, hey, babe, um, you know, just maybe let's go do our hair or shave our legs because you know you know some things we just we can do ourselves but also if your partner is super concerned about your physical appearance and only that then like also that's a red flag for you to then let that person go i think i think what henny says is right it's an open it's an open communication channel that you have to secure i mean i myself has realized that i've also lost a bit of the tone i used to have uh, picked up a few kilograms during this lockdown period because I'm not, and I, I brought it up myself because I, I'm also very conscious of what the other person thinks of me. So I was even just like, I want to get to doing a little bit more exercise, get onto a little bit of a diet. You know, I have to counteract all the things that are happening during lockdown. The guy I'm seeing was just like, look, I don't mind your body and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I know that's a great thing. I know you don't mind my body, but I would like it to be better for the both of us because we must recognize, you know, that sexual appeal is still something important. But I think it's like you say, it's a big red flag if someone's just like, ooh, you've picked up like like 13 kilograms. Ooh, you've lost your six pack. I no longer want to be with you. Then they didn't want to be with you in the first place. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Okay, right about now, we have the burning question. And for this week, it's about the performance, the stamina. Can you, how long can you go? How many rounds can you go? Because, you know, men be lacking sometimes. And I just want to know how you bump that from three rounds up to seven rounds. The message we got on Instagram was, the, the, the hun was literally just asking, how does she go about asking her man's, to go yeah. an extra round or two with her because clearly she just is not happy with one. She doesn't just want finish, sleep. First of all, the first round, men literally lost five seconds the first round. So you can't just say five rounds the first round because you know, after one, two, three, four, now what? Now what must happen? Because now, you know what? Now I mean, you're there like this. You're like... I did not get man's. How would? <laughs> so, I, I will. I will, as the man in the room, considering that 
it's relatable content somewhat, but also something I've experienced. Um, it's very awkward when you do like come a bit early. And the one thing I will say is most men haven't been getting rounds this lockdown. So the first time they enter the warm waiting room of a woman's vagina or <laughs> the warm waiting room of another man, it is going to be a really good sensation that's going to say, boy, shoot. And... Okay, congratulations. But now, 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 now pleasure me. But you know, okay, but you know what's awkward? What I'm saying is... You know what's awkward about that? It's, 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 there's a little bit of embarrassment factor in the, in the man's head to be like, shit, I've come already. Like, fuck. What, like, like I'm, it needs to, it, like we've, we've been saying on the sex show since last year, communication's so important. The one thing you need to be like, okay, babe, I have just finished, or I'm, I, I just came. Give me five minutes. Let me play around with you. Let me do some things with you to let him just pick up his stamina again, wake up a bit, you know. Elevate yeah. and then boom, I want Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but I think that's people are too scared fine. to have those conversations. Men, listen, it's fine if you come quick during the first round. Just come back again. Now we have beef, but the first round is fine. But now okay. let's say, let's say, let's say you orgasm, right? He orgasms. Mm-hmm. Sex was good for that first mm-hmm. round, but you say, I ain't finished. I want a second round. How do you go about... Uh, no, no, but he's now mooch. He's tired. He said 15 minutes. He wants to nap. And you say... And what back. about it? And what off. about it? <laughs> Give that boy a break. Come on. <laughs> you both no, came. No, no, no. This is what I don't understand, right? Okay, fine. Us as women, right? We are a bit more complex, okay? Our one orgasm doesn't necessarily equate to the same type of pleasure that a man's one orgasm True. feels like. True. And so, yes, we may have came at the same time, congratulations, coordination, but I'm not finished. I need you to continue to pleasure me because what you are feeling is not what I am feeling. And what about it? You know what I'm saying? Gather Actually, the stamina. You could come and be like, oh. <laughs> I even I've literally even seen a tweet from a girl who basically said I will I will orgasm but I will lie that I've orgasmed because I want you to make me orgasm again. So she'll never well, confess. I will never do. The only the only time the only time the only time this hun ever said that she will show that she's orgasming once she's finally got like a third one and she said now I'm ready to show you that I'm finished. And I just think of that poor man being there being like when is it going to happen? You know? I'm saying like like, it's okay. Yeah, she was being a bit cruel there. Like, you can show that it's working a bit. Where do y'all get these niggas that make you come through with times? Because the most I've had in is one. Then you have bad And one. that is a bonus. You get one as a woman. It's a bonus. You celebrate. <laughs> at least today I came. At least today. That's why I love the wonderful yeah, world. I love the wonderful world of gay sex. Because it's, it's just, you also will always know first thing and second thing it's it's very open in communication and i think that's what needs to flow over to the heteros there needs to be some open communication between individuals i think end of the day that's that's the biggest thing about wanting more but also you can't just want 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 and expect him to be a stallion and be able to deliver so for today's confession we got a message on instagram where somebody was saying that they just don't feel sexy at all right now because they're stuck indoors and they can't go anywhere and so finding sexiness only in 
your four walls is becoming a bit of an issue. And so I don't know how you guys feel about that. Okay, I was saying I'm going through the same thing right now because like I said, I lost weight. So now I feel skinny. And then the boy is like, can I have nudes? And I'm like, when I take them, I just don't feel like the right cards are doing the right thing. I feel, I feel like I look like this, basically. And now I'm a single Oh, sweetie. So I think this is a very psychological thing. I think... If you're not feeling good about yourself, I think you also need to know that a lot of people aren't feeling good about themselves either. Um, but that shouldn't take away about your own feelings. I think it's very important that you find things in yourself that you find beautiful, even in a changing body. And that's the biggest thing that people have always... So even when people go from being a certain heavier weight to then a lower weight, often a time people will be like, the only reason why they feel happy in their body now is because the reception around is, oh, you're looking so skinny or, oh, you're looking so good. And now look at your legs where they were never once getting those compliments before. And then you'll still find some of those girls when they've lost a lot of weight or even guys when they've lost a lot of weight, they will still somehow not love those parts of their bodies. And that's where it starts getting very unhealthy because then it's like, I still don't love it. Everybody else is now complimenting it where they didn't before. Now I need to, how do, how do I make my legs to the point where I love them? That's when it becomes really unhealthy. I think whether your body's moving from a lower weight to a heavier weight, um, you need to find parts of yourself that you really like. So if you are picking up a few kilograms, it's about like recognizing, oh, now I've got a nice booty or now my breasts are getting larger, or now I'm looking a bit bigger in a shirt as, as, from a guy's perspective. It's finding things that you love about yourself that you will celebrate in that weight that you're then comfortable with. And it's not like bringing yourself down the whole entire time. That's my biggest perspective about it. It's being like, oh, look at what I'm looking like now. I look happy. I look healthy. That's what I find beautiful, you know? Um, for me, I think, you know, to tell this girl, like, piggybacking on what you're saying doing it's all about like your mental you need to like slowly tell yourself and convince yourself whether it's in the mirror or like you just saying it out loud that you are in fact that bitch you know what i'm saying like you need to keep on giving yourself those type of affirmations also do nice things for yourself like i know you're in the house but like maybe look sexy like wear some lingerie walk around the house naked if you can if you're not with your family like i am you know what i'm saying like do do things like I don't know how I don't know, like take news of yourself. I know my friend does that and she loves that. Like she feels so empowered by it. Yeah. And for you level girls, take the news. It doesn't matter if you've lost weight, you're sick, you, bitch. You know you're gonna see it about my close friend. You know you want to Because level level <laughs> the, the thing I would say about you is also is this thing like what you were tapping on, guys don't want the skinny mm. girl, you know? Maybe they mm. come when you have, you have to be like as well, the guys that I wanted before only wanted me because of my body type or because of what I look like then. If they don't want me now, then they can go because I am who I am now. So then it's, it's, it's a situation of being like, fine, I have to change the market or I have to change the, the kind of people I attract. And then maybe it's also you changing the people you attract to. But I think very importantly, it's not letting people decide on you because the only reason why a lot of people will say, I'm only feeling not sexy about myself now is because the people that you used to find you sexy possibly don't find you sexy anymore. And then that just like, I'm not sexy anymore because they don't find me sexy anymore. And that's a waste. That's a waste of your time to wonder if people find you sexy when it should be you finding yourself. I think one other thing, one other problem that I have 
she might have it as well. I was like, I feel the pressure to maintain looking a certain way. Yeah. So if this is great, I want to keep looking like this because this is what I remember as people finding sexy. Like I got lied to because I was always in girls. I just want to get my complexion back. And it's mostly because <laughs> I feel the pressure to maintain what people know me as. And yeah. I'm afraid of what they think if they see that things have changed. Yeah. And Look, I got into a really healthy period where, where no one, I, I believed in my head, no one really liked me. I mean, this was like 2014. I was like, no one likes me. I was big at that stage. I was like 96 kilograms. I was, a, I was like a truck. I was a moving truck of a man, right? Six foot four, heavy. And I immediately saw myself because of what society does. And I saw myself as like unappealing, large, you know, it was, it was in that stage where everyone was just like, if you're big, you're not beautiful, that kind of thing. Right. And I then lost like a shit ton of weight, like massive amounts, 2015 and now somewhat, I was skinnier than what I was now. And you guys already know what I look like. And from then on, I was like, then people start flooding your DMs. People are busy. Mm, yes, attractive, attractive, attractive. And that should eat you. That should eat your confidence. And it's like, yes, 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 yes. To a point where I do. I, I still to this day, I think I still struggle with maintaining the fact that I have to look like that. Otherwise, the people I attracted aren't going to be attracted to me anymore. And it's hard. It's really hard. And I know it takes time for everyone to work with. But then it also just means at a point you have to almost say like, fuck you, Dwayne. And you, you have to be happy with yourself. Because imagine being with someone then you date them, you're looking good and you really, you really like to eat. You don't really like to exercise, but you know how to still be healthy at the same time. And you're comfortable. Everyone has a very comfortable weight and your comfortable weight is maybe at a point at which you're not that super skinny, attractive that, that they saw you as, and then they leave you. Like there's no point beating yourself up over it when you were the happiest in that position. And then someone else wasn't unhappy with what you look like. I ain't, ain't my tea, ain't my portion. For our do's and don'ts of social media or just any media in general, we're talking about music playlisting. It is something during this time which people, you know, compile playlists for their potential entanglement situations or their potential relationships to show that, in fact, I'm serious about this. And I just want to know the do's and don'ts of music playlisting. First thing. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expose myself a little bit. So I, I simmed hard recently. Um, I'm not going to show the name of, because I, I literally said that this playlist was for insert name here. Um, so I'm just going to skip past it. But I'm going to turn my phone to the camera. I don't know if you guys can see it in its order. Right? Can you guys see there? So I made a little bit of a playlist. So if I have to read it to you, it says that I always find myself, which is by a song by Rashawn Patterson, Thinking About You, which was by Ariana Grande. Like by BTS. Are You Even Real? James Blake. Anyway, you're cute. You're beautiful. I appreciate you. I really like you. So I just want to say you're the best. Don't change. Right? But I made that all with like songs of different people, obviously. I would say that that right there is the do of how you make the playlist. I would say the don't in my case. I also try to make sure, and that's what made it hard about making that playlist, is that don't put music in that playlist that they're not going to like. So like, if you know Thank this person you. you're with doesn't listen to hip hop music, don't make the whole playlist hip hop just because the words would all match up. I also don't say you have to like put a message in the, in the words. But yes. I, 
just just make sure that you're putting in music that they'll appreciate so if it's just like a music playlist send them an entire playlist of artists and genres and songs that they you know they'll like even if it doesn't have a message it's harder when you try and make the message but then make the message with their music taste at least that's what you gotta do i had a guy who tried to make me a playlist but they tried to make every letter of the first like the first letter of every song matched my name so it was like a song that starts with an owl mm. We don't have music to do that because I did not listen to that playlist because most of the songs were songs that I have heard, listened to a lot, and now they annoy me. And then the others were just like, I don't even fuck with this song. Like, I don't even fuck with this genre. What? They were putting like classical music. What is that? And just be like, why? I question Why? 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 You know how important music is now we don't have the same taste in music i'm just like oh bron you... and that's my thing it's so important like for me music nah, i know it's not part of a love language now nah, but if you understand the music that i like and you make a playlist for me yeah. like that is that is very sexy to me and so i don't need i know doing for you now nah, you manage to find songs that make sense and also sound nice and have a message but if you make me a playlist that has like the genres that i love to listen to and maybe you put some new songs in there that you think i would like i appreciate that 10 times more than like you trying to like, for instance, what Libba was saying, trying to do my name. My name is Henrietta. Do you know how hard it would be for you to try and make a playlist with each letter that comes out of my name? Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, yeah. uh, let's not even. Henny, you say that music's really important. Music isn't a love language, but I think music forms part of every single love language we have. And... If you know the other person's music, you immediately have a connection to the point where if you're driving, if you're driving and you guys want to listen to music together in the car and you guys share a music interest, you have to first know what their music interest is to share that music interest with them. Otherwise, you guys are just going to sit there. You're going to be playing Kendrick or something, babysitting there like... Whether you want to listen to romantic songs, Lil wants to throw gang signs, issues, <laughs> But the other do that I really found is if you, if you don't want to do the name thing and if you don't want to do the message thing, if you get to know the things they like to do, curate playlists. If you know that Babe likes to take a bath, make a playlist and say, this is for your bath. This is the music you can listen to. If you know they like to go for runs, babe, I made you a playlist of 30 minutes for your runs. You can listen to this playlist while you're running. If you know they sit in traffic when they're going to work, here's your traffic playlist. Listen to this music while you go into the office. It's got things about us. It's got music you like. It's got hype up music so it can get you ready for your day. If you know they clean the house, if they're washing the dishes, if they, while they're studying, make them a study playlist. I mean, Hwabs used to do it where he used to make those gang gang relationship playlists. And yeah. everybody, yeah. so Listen, saying, I would, I would play, I would play those. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's, it's about knowing them. Question: If you don't like the playlist that your partner makes for you, do you tell them that? Lie. Lie. To this day, I, I hope, hopefully, the boy I sent it to actually likes my playlist, and he actually said that there's a few songs on there that he does like. But I was also just like. If I even put a disclaimer, I was like, if you don't like some of these songs, just read the message. I was like, mm, let me just make sure because shit, they might not like it. But also you don't want them to be honest and like spit on your gift, you know? 
that's true but you know the only way i would say you must be honest is like and this for me i consider a don't right in music playlisting yes you're trying to like you know seduce your lover or whatever but please let's not always put sex songs in there and when i'm saying that like where it's like i'm trying to lick you up and down to you say stop you know everywhere and stuff like that let it be let it just be you know let it be calm i'm not trying to you know move you in 70 positions for seven positions. You know, I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying also, to do all also, of that. Also, don't put just, questionable... Like, don't put questionable music in there. Just because R. Kelly has a song that says, you know, bump and grind or the storm is over. Don't put it don't in the playlist it. and make me have to listen to R. Kelly. Don't do that. It's not worth it. It's not... Nah, I gotta I cancel you. I know R. Kelly <laughs> said bump and grind, but don't say baby girl, I want to... And then the one song on there is bump and grind. Right. Like... No, no, no. I feel like if a playlist is work, you need to tell your partner. Because no, now I, next time they make another no, I feel if it's super like, work. Label if it's super work. It's like, really work. If he made you a whole hip hop playlist and then you say, baby, you know I don't listen to hip hop. Why'd you make me this hip hop playlist? That then that's fine. But if he actually put in some effort and you can see there was some try, but he added throwing one song there as a filler, or maybe he really wanted you to experience his music taste as well. Just take it in. Yeah. Take it in. But now, just take it easy. Take it easy. They're gonna ask, okay, which song was your favorite? Now you must lie. Now you <laughs> lie to conceal that lie, to conceal that other lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just tell you them. Must just be like, um, um, that's what? the first one. The first one. Mm. That was a bad one. But that says, I want to kiss you all night, and you don't have it. <laughs> okay, so guys, coming up next is I have a question for the girls here on the sex show because this is something that I have no idea about. I've always known of something called man sweat and man smell. I mean, the smell of, smell of the boys when they come off the football field and you, and you, you get or in the gym, like, like it's got a really, really nice smell to it, right? But now I was going to Twitter and I was busy. No, it really does. There's like a really, there's a really, you know. Well, I'll use the term very loosely. No, yes! it's like, yeah, level, level, like the smell of your man after like sex. There's a there's a, like a nice little aroma, you know. But what I read on Twitter was women were saying they were taking their juices down below by their vaginal areas, and they said Christian Dior. They said Armani fragrance. They said Tommy Hilfiger on my face, and they put it on them so the smell of the vagina goes. And then apparently it gives yeah, off bones that make say. men. You remember that axe ad? Remember the axe ad where the guy sprayed it? Remember the axe ad where he sprayed it on himself and then all the girls came running? What she was basically painting was she takes yeah, yeah, yeah. juice and she says, and the men come, boom. Tell me. So this, so this, and I'm going to say this, this is known as vabbing. Um, yes, it's, as Dwayne said, it's when you take your pissy juices and you put them on your pressure points because apparently... It attracts the pheromones. Now, what I'm going to say, and I don't expect to be judged, but I'm going to tell you that I've done it before. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Once, as an experiment, because when I saw it, (laughs) oh my God. (laughs) Please don't tell me. Please don't tell me you came to the station like that. No, 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 it wasn't on that day. Listen, listen, listen. This is what I did. This is what I did. And the reason why I'm admitting is because I want for the girls, 
out there to not feel bad about this, okay? Because men out there always, they just, you know, when they come out of the gym, they spray Axe and they expect for the Huns to come drooping through. But I can't use my juices. Now listen, would I do it again? Probably not. But are you allowed to try? Absolutely. And no, it's not like you don't shower. I did right after I showered, made sure that my pussy was squeaky clean. You know what I'm saying? You didn't put it in the pressure points or whatever. What I can say is from the day that I went, like the day I did it, um, did it work? Yes and no. But then again, you know, your girl doesn't really know what she's doing half of the time in these streets. So I <laughs> am going to say it shouldn't be looked at as a nasty thing. Is it something that should become popular in culture? I don't think so. But are you allowed to try it? Henny. Yes. Henny. do it again. Henny. It was something yeah i was i was gonna ask hold on i was gonna ask about the extraction process too because you said i went showered squeaky 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 right then are you are you putting putting the hands there and saying rub 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 till it like gets and then you you're taking it and you okay that's not what i did maybe i also did it wrong okay i don't know the exact process but from the discussion that me and my home girl, my city girls, we had was that you just, <laughs> oh Lord, please forgive me. Anyway, listen, this is what you do. You take a shower, make sure that you obviously clean down there properly. Make sure it's squeaky clean. Yeah? Uh-huh. Then you take your finger, right? You get there. You just like swab the place. Like as if you're taking a cotton swab. You just take a little swab and then you go pam, 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 pam. And then, like, you spray your actual perfume on top of it as well if you want. Uh, I think I did because I wear perfume every day. But like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it just it, it gives off an enhancement of sorts. Like I'm saying, because I know this is gonna come back to bite me in the ass. Try it once. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Would I do it again? Absolutely not. Should you be allowed to experiment? Absolutely. Look. That's not the point. I just I'm doing this for the homegirls that feel ashamed. I just think it's a wild experiment. And I really would like Twitter to take Henrietta and pull her through that TL, first thing. Second thing, I'm fine with the experimentation thing. However, there's some concepts in this world which stick yes. my brain. And I'm, I'm not going to fetish shame or anything. But for example, like a concept that also flicks my brain is like that whole rumor that like, for example, like semen is really good for like your face and stuff like that to the point where some people in the gay scene were in the hand and then they would on their own face, you know? And for me, I just can't do it. And I I think there's a lot of women who will also think of the concept of putting hands down there and rubbing around until your hands nice and wet and then saying, but no, it, you see, when you say it like that, it makes it sound real bad. Listen, listen, maybe, maybe I need to come out and say, no, no, listen, 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 Linda, listen. I'm saying, right, with the vabbing situation, it's apparently just supposed to like, it's just a little bit, guys. It's not like you're putting your entire <laughs> hand in your vagina and going... <laughs> And coming out and you're like, oh, 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 on some off the same kind of thing. It's literally a drop of vagina juice. A drop, okay? It's not that serious. I don't encourage everybody to do it, but if you want to experiment, 
You shouldn't feel bad about it. So, and I know so, this is going to kind of bite me in the ass. I know. I so, know. Wait, let me... But I'm just saying. So since this is hated or rated, I'm already going to say I hate it. Henrietta clearly rates it. Lebel, hated or rated? <laughs> I fucking hate it. I absolutely hate it. First of all, second of all, you can't do this with semen because you know how semen smells. You're going to smell like bleach. Like, pomestos. That's how semen smells. So if you want to go do that, then go ahead. But anyway, that basically brings Ooh, it to the end. Babbing was a group hate on our side in the comment sections of the video and obviously on Twitter. You guys let us know the hashtags TuxFM Sex Show. Let us know whether you hate it or rate it and then drag Mrs. Henny through the mud. Um, <laughs> Please, I'm ready to die on this hill. Drag me. So otherwise, that's us for today. Um, that's everything. Your hated or rated confession session, relation guru, burning question, all of that done and dusted. We are obviously doing this thing every Monday. You guys watched last week's one. Thank you for watching that one. It did really well. I think we got very close to a thousand views on IGTV. Let's let's keep it up. Let's keep doing this thing. Remember the hashtag TaxFM sex show. Um, if you guys want to get in contact with any of us and send us your things, um, maybe even we'll start putting up polls and that on our own Instagrams just to like see what the vibes are in the streets. Um, we'll do that, but obviously it's Henrietta Mofa on Instagram. It's Lebo underscore Sipeng, and then Dweezy Original. But from us, I'm saying goodbye. Peace.